Bolivian Altiplano Southwest Circuit by Stu and Janelle Clark. Part of the Pack Tracks audio blog collection. Told in the collective first person, jointly from Stu and Janelle Clark's perspective. We entered Bolivia from San Pedro de Atacama, Chile, on 1 May 2015. At this entrance to Bolivia there's no town, no shops and not even a sealed road. There is only a small brick hut that services as the migration or border control office. So we spent a few nights in San Pedro, a big tourist town with all the essentials, to stock up on supplies for the road ahead and for Janelle, to squeeze in as many hot showers as she could to build up cleanliness credit. San Pedro sits at around 2,600 meters elevation and it's almost a straight road up the mountain to an elevation of 4,800 meters to the turn off to Bolivia. There was a mountain bike race running out of San Pedro the day we left and we passed many competitors battling the challenging ascent and cold conditions as we cruised up past them. Interestingly we noticed our motorbikes gasping for air a little with the quick ascent. The advice we were given by other motorists about Bolivia was not to exceed 80 kilometers, h, not to pass the migration until all paperwork was complete, not even to park up, and be prepared for difficulty purchasing fuel for the motorbikes with a foreign number plate. So of course, as we ride up to the migration, Stu parks his motorbike on the edge of the road well into Chile and Janelle rides on past the migration to a parking area on the Bolivian side. The two border control officers come running out yelling at Janelle but luckily when she pulls off her helmet and they realize she's a woman they relax. Janelle hates silly rules and always makes practical decisions so she flashes a big smile at the officers and before we know it we are inside the office filling out paperwork and having a friendly laugh with the guys who kept indicating for Stu to check the female box, probably because of his long hair. First impressions really count so it was a pleasant surprise to find a sense of humor at our first experience in Bolivia and hopefully a sign of good things to come. This entry point to Bolivia is most commonly used by four-wheel drive tour operators taking tourists through the Eduardo Averroa National Reserve of Andean Fauna and Flora and further north into the Bolivian Altiplano. The Altiplano is an extensive plateau at high altitude shared with Peru, Chile and Argentina but the majority is in Bolivia. The immigration here is only able to stamp a passport for entry of people. Vehicles like our motorbikes need to be imported at an aduana 80 kilometers north but it's not a problem to organize, all the staff are very friendly. Once the passports were stamped we headed about 10 kilometers into the national park to an abandoned building overlooking Laguna Blanca and a short walk to a hot spring and Laguna Verde. We spent two amazing nights camping here. We learned some valuable lessons on the first night after leaving our drinking water on the motorbike and woke to two 6-litres ice blocks in the morning, nothing the midday sun couldn't defrost for us luckily. The second night here a young couple on bicycles, Shireen and Kevin, rode past us. They stopped for a chat and we were glad they decided to stay the night so we could continue exchanging stories and laughing. Of course they were up and out early the next day while we waited until 9am when our fingers wouldn't snap off to get up and start packing. Cyclists in this part of the world are seriously tough and we have a lot of respect for their mode of travel. We will be right back after this word from our sponsor. Are you a dog person? Do you love to ride? Check out the Pillion Pooch at PillionPooch.com. After our two nights camping, we visited Giza's Sol de Manana on our way to the Aduana, this took us up over 5,000 meters for the first time on our trip and Stuart was very excited. 
The air was noticeably thin, and as we left the aduana, Janelle dropped her bike on a perfectly flat surface in the stationary position while waiting for the guard to open the boom gate. She was so annoyed at herself having tackled some seriously tough roads and staying upright only to fall over on a sealed patch of road, stationary nonetheless. Stuart went running back, but once there, was too out of breath to be much help, after some time we managed to pick the bike up and get on our way. You just don't want to rush through this part of the world. It's remote and isolated with desert, mountains and little plant and animal life but it's simply beautiful, it's natural and so foreign to the modern way of life. It took us eight days in total from entering Bolivia to reach the town of Uyuni. After our two nights camping near Laguna Blanca we kept moving each day but only small distances ranging between 30 km to 80 km, this allowed us plenty of riding time while stopping to appreciate sights along the way. The road itself varied between sand and compacted dirt that was either corrugated, rocky or both. Both bikes took some falls, mostly in sand and only in first gear so it was more of a slow descent to one side, no injuries or damages but all part of the fun. Also part of the fun is the opportunity to take loads of silly photos because no one's around to be embarrassed in front of. A friend we made en route was Patrick from Switzerland. He was cycling around South America and had a really useful cyclist guide to the Altiplano which he shared with us. It showed the location of camping sites, accommodation, food, water etc. We met Patrick on our third night when we stayed at a refugio at Laguna Chalviri. Refugios are very basic accommodation, you get a bed in shared rooms and you can pay a very small cost for dinner and breakfast which we always did. Patrick arrived after us on this night, having cycled 20 kilometers past the town only to have to turn around because the wind was too strong to set up camp. This refugio had a toilet but no running water, therefore no showers. There was a delicious hot spring adjacent which we made use of before it got dark. We continued to bump into Patrick who covered the same distances as us for the next few days stopping at Laguna Colorado Refugio, Hotel Flamengo at Laguna Hedenda and Sal de Hotel in San Juan de Rosario. Unfortunately Janelle woke up sick with a head cold in San Juan and we lost Patrick who continued to the Salar de Uyuni, Uyuni Salt Flat while we spent an extra night in San Juan so Janelle could sleep. Feeling not too much better but fed up with bed, Janelle insisted on continuing, after two nights in San Juan, to the much-anticipated Uyuni Salt Flat. This is the largest salt flat in the world and it's just mind-blowing when you ride on it. According to Wikipedia, the Salt Flat is over 10,000 square kilometers and sits at an elevation of approximately 3,600 meters. You can see islands protruding from the Salt Flat horizon but it takes hours to reach them. The surface of the salt flat is as good as a new sealed road, it's such a pleasure to ride on after the sand and rocks. Janelle was a little nervous at first, expecting the surface to feel like ice because that's what it looks like but soon got her confidence. There are several islands on the salt flat where you can camp. We decided to camp at Isla Inkawazi, this island has facilities including clean toilets, restaurants and shops. All the four-wheel drives stop here for photos and shopping, it's a pretty island covered in rocks and cactus which we were told are native, not introduced to the island. One of the highlights of the salt flat is seeing sunset and sunrise, we took photos but you really have to be there to appreciate it. 
The tourists start swamping the island before the sun is up so there was no chance of a sleep in with our tent set up right next to the information office where everyone has to pay their 30 bolivianos to use the island. We made porridge for breakfast, shared a coffee with some other campers then back on the salt flat to ride the last 80 kilometers to Uyuni where we had planned to spend a night but instead ate lunch then rode another 200 kilometers to Potosi. You've been listening to Bolivian Altiplano Southwest Circuit by The Pack Track. For more audio blogs visit www.thepacktrack.com or find our podcasts on iTunes, Spotify and elsewhere.